Hey, other siders, welcome back to the Other Side Podcast. I am your host, Tiffany Rufino, and I am here with the flop to my flip, Mr. Rufino. Flippity floppity. Flippity floppities. How is everybody? We are doing the best we can. <laughs> I, I think, can see that. I think that's the best. For we those can. of you at home, we've had a uh, little bit of a puppy incident with uh, a groomer, a grooming experience. And so our pup has a cone on her head because she had some mild injuries that we're working through. And she's just needing a little extra love right now. So if yeah. you hear some banging around or some heavy breathing, it's not me. <laughs> and rustling and all it's, of that. Uh, it's Daisy just looking for that love. So we're making sure that we give that to her. Uh, if you are new and joining us, welcome. Uh, make sure you sign up for our text messages at text by texting the other side to 386-204-4144. That's texting the other side to 386-204-4144 and if you are coming back to us to get the new episode and you've been a subscriber we thank you we thank all of you and we appreciate you so having said that uh today's podcast episode is interesting because it kind of ties into what we've been talking about this week um specific i can't even say that word specifically that's a fun word it is a fun word yes (laughs) um when we talked about gaslighting on monday and so thinking about that today's topic is called unlearning habits And it came to mind because I have uh, people that I stay connected with on social media. And I think even um, going as far back as my first, very, very first job uh, when I was around 15 in the bagel shop in New York. And so my loyalty to companies has been years. Normally I'll stay with an organization for like well over two years is kind of my theme. Even when I left the bagel shop and uh, was going into the pharmacy, like I would do the bagel shop on the weekends and then I would be, you know, working my way into working in the pharmacy store that I was with. And then, um, you know, I would make sure the bagel shop was covered before I left them completely. And then I did a clothing store, but I still worked at the pharmacy. And so like I always had an overlay of, years and time with the companies that I worked with. And having said that, I keep the connections with people that I've worked with, uh, where clearly we connected. So it made sense to stay in touch on Facebook. And some of these people were uh, leaders of my career, depending on where I was, you know, in, in New York and what point I was in at that time. And the other day I was scrolling through a social media page and I saw somebody that um, used to be a challenge as an employee that, uh, you know, I recognized and that this person was off doing their own thing. Um, And I, I kind of like felt a physical reaction at first because this person was so against businesses and what they stood for. And I have such a passion for business, (laughs) you know, and um, so that I guess was my trigger. And so now seeing this person doing all the things that's necessary for a business, but they weren't doing it at the time for the job that they were in when I was working with them, I got really mad. 
And I, I couldn't understand for myself um, why I was having such a physical reaction to somebody doing their own thing. And, you know, I had to sit back and say, okay, first of all, um, somebody else reposted the person's success. So it's not even that I was connected with her or was friends with her where she shared it with me and then I got mad, right? So cool your jets, Tiff. <laughs> and then I, um, I thought, why, like, what was it about this that was making me angry? And I think that it was instilled in me that it was a bad thing when people left a company. Um, that, and that was with anything. And I think because of the time and place, like even going back to the bagel shop, right? You're, uh, I gotta be careful with what I say here. So <laughs> <laughs> even working at the bagel shop, when somebody left, like I think of the cook that left and how mad the owners were when he left and they were more mad at the fact that it was more work for them because they relied on him so much and he was such a great worker and he was fun to be around and he did a great job that I started to get the idea of because I was on the other side of it, right? That, oh, it's a bad thing when people leave because look what's left behind. And so even in the pharmacy, you know, they take so much time in training people on, um, you know, how to become a pharmacy tech and that automatically increases your uh your pay by the hour and so they would take the time they would help you prep for the test and do all this stuff and then people would get certified and then all of a sudden they would leave and they would go to another pharmacy maybe that was brand name or mom and pops where they could get paid more and i was behind because i had a different loyalty to the business because i was still new and learning and i would see the other side again you know we invested all this time we invested all this money now we got to find somebody else and all this stuff and so it started to get ingrained in me that when somebody goes off to better themselves or to do something for themselves and their family that was a bad thing that wasn't a good thing and so I didn't realize that was still with me until I saw this and I think the reason why I didn't realize it is because the last um, company that I left, I was with for almost nine years. So it had become second nature to me to still have this thought and this belief, even though I'm not with the company and to see different people doing different things to kind of have that loyalty still and say, but wait, why is it okay for you to do this now? Like, and I had to work myself around it and be like, well, that's exactly what you're doing, Tiffany. So what's what's the problem like why is it a negative when people want to go better themselves and so the intention of the podcast isn't necessarily like is it okay or is it not okay for people to go off and do their own thing it's a matter of who has influenced you in your career that has influenced you in a way that you kind of have to unlearn those habits because you took them on as your own when they were the habits of your previous manager or the emotions of your previous manager, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to kind of put a um, maybe a different spin or, or a different side to something like this uh, just by going over one of my experiences with something similar. And um, in my career, I've had... Uh, from time to time, I'll have people that work on projects with me and their work, um, to put it bluntly, is pretty god awful. I mean, it's not um, it's it's whether it's a skill or a will thing. I'm not really in that. That's not my uh, my wheelhouse. 
but it's just not high quality work. And what will sometimes happen is that I'll then see them go into another spot or in another another project and their work will be almost exemplary. Now, I'm not leading these projects where they um, do this work that's not great, right? But I still tend to take it personally, like, hey, is it only on the projects where you work with me that you're not giving it 100%? Mm-hmm. So, And so I feel myself getting angry, even though their work isn't reflecting on me, it's reflecting on the project. And most of the time, it's something that can be made up, right? So like the project is not a failure, it doesn't suffer because of it. Um, Or it's not something that is like mission critical, and everything goes, you know, goes by the wayside. So do you think it's important to reflect back on those moments? Because one of the things you shared was, you know, is it me? Is it me that they don't want to work on the project with? Is that why they didn't give their all? Or do you think that, you know, whatever, case sera, sera, life goes on, it's business, let's keep moving forward? Because I have an opinion, but I want to hear yours first. For the most part, it's not so much that I think they don't want to work with me. It's more, it's really irrational, the thought. It's more like, is it me specifically that you want to spite with this bad work that you're doing? When the reality is more often they're not, they may not be motivated on that project, or maybe they're on a project that's outside of their skill set, or whatever it is, right? It 99.9% chance that it has nothing to do with me. It's just my observation because of what I'm seeing at the time. Well, also knowing what you give at the time, too, right? Because if you, you're very high, um, if you're a high producer, you're very productive at the rates that you're working at. Cause I know that you are, especially with your work ethic and being a workaholic, you know, as we both tend to be that again, going back to another podcast, we have our standards are high, right? So we expect the team that we're with to bring the same amount of energy because we're working together. So why are you here? If you're not going to give your all anyway? Yeah. Um, the other thing that I think about is that it's different when you are an employee and you see another employee uh, go off and do something different, right? Because sometimes that's a really good friend and you do kind of feel that way as in, what, you didn't like working with me? Why are you going off to better yourself? How dare you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, then sometimes you are the manager or the leader of this person and they go off and you're like, we never had any issues or any problems. I don't understand why you would choose to leave me, right? It becomes personal, like you said. And so going back to uh, the scenarios that I brought up earlier, um, I think that I've always, and I'd like to think that I've taken learnings from every leader that I've come across, whether we were peers, whether they were my leader, whether they were the leader of somebody else and I was just there working alongside them, or whether they were my, um, well, I think I said that already, whether they were my leader or a friend or whatever, I've taken pieces of leadership. But the one common theme that I've seen in, you know, about 24 years of working is that there's always a gut feeling of uh, not resentment, not anger, but just kind of like a, really? Like, damn. And, you know, maybe a little bit of anger there. And I don't know if it's the same as the anger that 
I initially felt, but the first thing I felt was a, a gut reaction of that, like, oh, like you too. And like, <laughs> why did it matter so much? It really didn't. And I think for me, it's unlearning um, different things as I go into the other side enterprise. And it's re- not even relearning, it's learning new things. It's evolving. And it's, you know, people that have been my leader, you know, have evolved. And I think now that it's me doing my own thing, I'm evolving and I'm creating different ways. And I'm sure that there's people that will work with me where they'll pick up some habits of mine or they'll pick up on some things that I do and it'll carry them the same way that, you know, my leaders have carried me. So how do you, how do you distinguish between the good habits that you can pick up from the bad habits? Right. Um, And I think back to the employee that you talked about at the beginning where this person maybe didn't have the best habits when they were working for a company, but maybe they have good habits when they're working for themselves. And you really I mean, you even if you don't I don't want to say don't like, but even if it is a different paradigm when you're working for a separate company, you're not doing it for yourself. You still want to do well, right? You still want to bring your A game. Not everybody though. And that's when it becomes, well, is this a job to you? Is this just a paycheck at the moment? Or is this your career? Because that is going to reflect in how much you put into it. And then if it's just a a job or just a paycheck to you, then why are you here? Why aren't you doing what you'd love to do? And so going to your question of how do you pick up on what's a good habit or what's a bad habit, um, I think that the answers to that are limitless. Hey, other siders, are you looking for the perfect decoration to adorn your home with? Or what about a seasonal wreath for your favorite holiday exactly the way that you want it? Limitless Adornments creates beautifully unique 100% custom wreaths all year round. Each wreath is handmade and custom made to celebrate your favorite holiday, hobby, or just to place in your home. If you're interested in placing a custom order for your own personalized wreath, look up Limitless Adornments on Facebook, Instagram, and Etsy to make your perfect wreath a reality. Mention the other side to receive 10% off your first order. Again, before we go back to the podcast, for those of you who are just joining our podcast series, we welcome you. We also want to let you know that we are um, actively looking to partner with other businesses for spots on the podcast. So definitely reach out by uh, emailing info at the other side enterprise.com and uh, we'll talk about how we can get you out there for uh, your fans along with the other side enterprise. And we could talk about building your business. So uh, info at the other side enterprise.com. Now going back to what we were talking about, it's, uh, you know, unlearning habits from previous work histories, whether, and this could be for employees too, because sometimes, you know, you go in with the intention of, being very productive and doing a great job. And then you get in with the people that have been there for 10 years that have just like lost that passion. And, uh, they're like, yep, here comes this one. She's going to be, here's where this came from. So I was, (laughs) I was watching Grey's Anatomy 
And uh, it was an episode where Arizona, don't worry, she doesn't die, um, told Bailey that she was moving to New York. And she's telling Bailey, you know, don't don't do that. I could see that you're going to cry and don't make me cry. And Bailey said, you're a pixie stick. You were a pixie stick. And Arizona was like, excuse me? And she said, when you came in here, I just thought you were a pixie stick. You were full of sugar. You were way too happy. And you rolled around on here on skates. And I didn't think you had anything else in you. I thought it was a cover up for like what you had. And she was like, and now I know that, you know, I'm blessed to be one of the ones that got to work next to you and alongside you. And so sometimes, you know, the people that have been there for the longest see a person come in where it could be their first job ever, or it could be they're just excited to be with the company and they have all this passion and they're just standing back like the mean girls, like, look at this pixie stick. (laughs) (laughs) All happy. Just wait. Just give it like five days. We'll see if this happens. And they befriend this person and then they start clouding the view and then the person doesn't turn into what they were at the interview, right? And so then they get this jaded view that they've taken on, which is a a habit or like a habit of emotions, I would think. And uh, they all of a sudden, their five days turned into a decade that they've worked there because they took on those behaviors. Yeah. And and I think they also took on a lot of the baggage. So, I mean, I've seen that happen where like I've been at a company for a long time and the company maybe cut pay or removed you know, commission or changed vacation or whatever. Yeah. And everybody's jaded by that. And then somebody new comes in and everybody goes around them and like, come on, youngster, let me tell you about how things. Back in 95, in the 1900s. We used to have it sweet. (laughs) And then the company took everything from us. And you know what drives me crazy about that is like, you're still here. Mm -hmm. You're still working there. Absolutely. Like, clearly the the company is doing something right or you can't figure out what you're doing wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's not to be a negative on the employee, because granted, everybody has something to complain about. Because clearly I'm complaining about this right now. (laughs) But, you know, there's always something. Everybody's going to have a day. We're all humans. But when it becomes a habit, how do you unlearn that? And as an employee, I think that you know, if you branch yourself out and you get to know everybody in all the departments that you're working in, um, then you'll get different points of view and you could take the facts and what you personally live through versus what somebody else has lived through and take your critical thinking thoughts and then decide from there. Right. So if somebody like, um, you know, I don't want to say like all the names that people are using in memes right now, because I don't want to get the memes confused. (laughs) But if you have Sally who has been working there for 15 years and is still complaining about the company, well, clearly Sally is happy with something because she stayed right. So she, it's her personality to just be upset or to just vent. And that's who Sally is going to be. And so then, you know, if you go ahead and you work with Mike and Mike is like, you know, neutral and he's just very fact based and he comes in, he does his job. He has no problem teaching people like, you know, spread your time where you're going to grow and where you're going to learn, but don't get sucked up into the, the energy vampires for, you know, a phrase that has been used before. And then as a leader, I I think it's always good to take the good and the bad. You take the good, you take the bad, take them both. There you have the facts life. (laughs) (laughs) That was a show in the 1900s, by the way. Um, And so as a leader, I don't think it's, I don't think anything that I've learned or grown up with or evolved with was bad by any means. I think that I'm just learning how I want to evolve myself now that 
I've had a chance to clear, um, not that anybody was this, but clear noise from my mind space. And by noise, I mean the public. I mean by customers, by, um, you know, people that I've worked with, even at home. You know, I've had more time to myself to just think and reflect and kind of just let my thoughts run and see what happens when I don't have any voices coming in and see, okay, so now that Tiffany's in this spot, how is she feeling today? You know, we did the podcast on this is 40. What do you know for sure? Well, I know for sure to trust my instinct and that's, and my intuition. And that's something that I had to learn by just being quiet and being still. And sometimes you need just that vacation. That's why vacations are important. You need that mental break. And, you know, fun fact, one thing that I've learned from psychology is that when you're daydreaming, that's your mind taking a break from what you're doing because either it's really super boring or it's really stressing you out. I agree that vacations are good. Um, mind vacations are even better. <clears throat> and like, because some people take a vacation and the vacation is so stressful that when they come back, they're like, I need a vacation from my vacation. Well, yeah, because they'll take vacations to do stuff at home, mm -hmm. but it, that's not a vacation. Because you can stay at home and have a vacation, but if it's if the intention is to still work, it's just to do homework, then it's still work. Or even if you take a vacation and you plan out every like you over plan yeah. a resort or over plan a, a you know a cruise or something, you, you, it's so stressful and you're if so you go, Monica, go, the going. situation. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you're so go 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 go. That by the that your your brain doesn't get a chance to just do nothing, mm -hmm. and so that's very important. Uh, it get it it can give you that clarity to say, you know what, maybe what I'm doing right now isn't what I want to be doing, or hey, you know what, maybe it's the place that I'm at is not so bad, and you know the complaining that I'm doing might just me be my brain telling me, hey, you're working too much. And so the only thing, the only lens that you can see everything through is a negative lens. You don't have that positivity. You don't have that energy from when you first came in because you're not allowing your brain to dispose of the baggage up there. I found that when I would take a vacation, I needed the first two days to stop thinking about work. And then the next three days, the next two days would be to have fun because I've stopped thinking about work. And then the next day was to get my mind back and ready for work for when I went back to work, which is why a lot of people say that they just um, need a vacation from their vacation because it's really only about two days. I envy the people that can just shut their stuff off and shut their brain off and just be like, bye. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, you know, that's dependent. That's a whole other podcast. So I'll just <laughs> step away from that. Um, I think that. The only way that I could say to unlearn behaviors is, again, to have experiences that help educate you on what's been done before, what's, what's being done now, and what could be done in the future. So I've had experiences with um, managers where they were very direct and they weren't the nicest to their employees and they were very stern and they were not personable and it was... This is what needs to get done. This is what I need you to do. This is where I need you to be. And don't make any jokes. And, you know, they were kind of like a, a really strict parental figure. And, you know, you did things out of fear instead of 
being driven to do it out of productivity or passion or purpose. And that's where, you know, people leave quicker than they stay um, unless they have this need to be liked by, you know, their manager. And then they're going to make sure that they're doing all these things so that they were the ones that broke the stern manager. It's, it's a weird psychology concept, but it happens. Um, you know, and that's in relationships too. It's, you can be with a partner for a long period of time. Like, you know, let's say you're with somebody for seven years and then you both decide that it's no longer a thing. It's not working out and you choose to separate and, and do your own thing. But you're so used to the behaviors that you guys have done as a couple for that seven year span that when somebody else comes along, sometimes it's a, an adjustment period. Most of the time it is where it's like, oh, well, that's way different than the other person. And I never closed my cereal boxes like that. And that's kind of weird. And I never use it block bags like that. And that's kind of weird. But then you're like, but it's not a bad thing. It's just not what I am used to. Mm-hmm. And that's the the thought process that brought me also into this whole conversation. <laughs> One thing that I always recommend is when you're changing situations, whether you're changing jobs or you're changing the paradigm of your job or, or, or changing, um, going to a different department or position at work for the first little bit and how long that is, I'll leave up to you. Turn your brain off and become a sponge. Um, one of the, th- I, we used to talk about this all the time and you would t- tell me about earn the right stories, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that when you go to a new spot, even if you're an expert in that spot, you need some time to earn the right. So you need some time to absorb the situation that you're in, absorb your surroundings, gather as much information as possible, and then turn your brain on and let your brain start doing problem solving and things like that. Too often people go to a new spot and they go, the first thing that they say is, well, back at my old place, this is how we did mm. it. <laughs> or even in uh, with my previous manager or yeah, yeah, with the previous team. I've, I've never had to do this before. I've been guilty of saying that. <laughs> and what happens is that if you go to a new spot, there's a history to the new place that you that you're going to. And so some of the things like one of the, my pet peeves is I hate relitigating things. I like finding new solutions, but I hate relitigating things. So if there's something that was a problem and the team that's there solved that problem, there's multiple ways to solve a problem. So generally what you'll do is you'll find a democratic solution or you'll find some, you know, the person that (laughs) settles all ties and they'll just come in and be like, okay, so we have option A, option B, option C. We're going with option B. Mm -hmm. And at that point to be productive, you put ego aside and you're going full force for option B. And every now and again, there's somebody that comes in and goes, but why didn't we do option A? And you kind of have to let them know, like, hey, we had this conversation already. And it's like, you know, you guys might have spent hours talking about the options and finally came to a solution. But the person is still stuck on the one thing and is getting upset that the whole group isn't going their way, that they all decided to shift another way. Yeah, because if we did that, then we'll never push out a product. We'll never finish a project. We'll never we'll we'll still be talking about, hey, how do we get started? Yeah. Two months later. But that I mean, and that's just an example. But that's another thing of 
how you like if you look at it this way, you'll you'll think, you know what? Maybe the stuff that I was doing, I can let that go for a while. And then once I have a lot of information, there are habits that you can bring from somewhere else that you can say, okay, now I know how this team works. Now I know how this company works. Now I've understood the culture of this department. Now that I have enough information, let me go, okay, here in this little spot, I can make a change and and make it positive. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, this person has this specific communication style. I want to tell them of a different way to do something, but I'm not just going to go in like a hammer. I'm going to go very carefully up to them and say, hey, how about you try it this way? Mm -hmm. If we don't evolve, we don't evolve, right? And there's so many things that we have grown with and grown away from. And it seems to be much easier when it's a product versus a human being. So we've gone from eight tracks to cassette tapes to CDs to MP3s and iPods. And now it's all on your phone and it's, you know, the apps that you're listening to music on and the radio has gone into being more digital. And, you know, we've gone away from analog and we've evolved from typing HTML code to create websites, which sometimes we still need, you know, the code to do, but primarily we can now go to a website that could sell you a website that's already pre-made and now you just fill in the, the information you want to be there instead of building it from the back end. And so why is it easier for us to move on with something that we could hold in our hands versus a person that wants to evolve and grow themselves in a different way? Like, you know, you got to think, am I stuck in the eight track days or am I becoming the new way to listen to things? And, um, you know, I think that's how we evolve. And sometimes you have to relate it back to a physical thing to remove the emotions, which is why we talk about going to the facts versus, you know, bringing emotion into things, you know, think about it in a different way. Okay. Is this person moving on so that they can grow from being a CD to now they are, uh, you know, a digital song, an MP3 or, you know, whatever we're calling it these days. I don't know. You're looking at me weird. Um, Or are they going backwards? And if they're going backwards and you care enough about the person, then you say something like, hey, I just wanted to talk to you about your new venture. Tell me more about it. You know, I'm really just curious. And are you open to feedback, you know, after you hear about it? And, And it's the same way with somebody who's joining a team. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts is that, Sometimes people uh, will over, not over speak, but over exude their talent in order to impress, not realizing it's coming across the wrong way. They're just trying to fit in and find some common ground with the group. And I think going back to what you said is if you're always a sponge of information, not that you cannot share information, but if you are open to being a sponge, then you're open to making better critical thinking decisions and deciding for yourself versus being swayed by one side or the other, you know, whether it's the managerial side, the leadership side, the employee side, or the customer side, it's that, okay, what is the right decision in this moment? Or, you know, why am I inserting my emotions into this situation? Because does it affect me? Does it not affect me? And, Is it my ego like you shared, or is it just a matter of this is more work for me? (laughs) And then you got to think about, but what does it mean for the person that made the decision? 
And so with that, I'm going to leave you with some thoughts on what habits do you have to unlearn, if any, or what habits have you seen other leaders take on that you think that they should learn? Is there a common theme with all this stuff? Uh, So go ahead, find me on Facebook, and um, I look forward to your responses. Until then, stay safe, stay healthy. Thank you for listening. And we will be back on Monday with a brand new podcast. We're taking off for the July 4th uh, weekend. We hope that you have a safe and healthy weekend. And we look forward to hearing from you on the other side. MP3s are still okay. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and share. We'll see you next time on The Other Side Enterprise.